What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abraham Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Hold on. <laughs> I had something on my mind. Did you just get a notification? Are you fucking with me again? No. Uh, the only notification I saw was about Jason Tatum heading to the locker room. Why NFL, NFL Network has learned that Ian, that insider Ian Rappaport has been arrested for his involvement in a double homicide. The incident oh, was reported between loser. the hours you're, of 11.30 and 2.30 Eastern today, in which Rappaport allegedly murdered the Miami Dolphins and Baltimore Ravens by tweeting out that two will be inactive and Lamar Jackson is unlikely to play this weekend. Thoughts and prayers to the victims. This is an ongoing investigation. Jesus Christ, Rappaport. You can't just go and kill people in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon like a Wednesday like that, like you did the Dolphins and and Finns today. My goodness. <laughs> What's on my mind? Shit. Well, now it's thoughts and prayers to the Finns and the Ravens who are legitimately murdered and buried in the same day today. No two of this weekend. Probably, most likely, unless you're Jack still holding out hope and a plane ticket. No Lamar this weekend. And I think safe to say, I mean, the Ravens are single-digit underdogs still. We can hold on Barely. to that. Dolphins, I think, is up to like 19 points. At this point. <laughs> First half spread. Uh, yeah, today was a tough day. Look, you're listening to this on the podcast. You're going to hear this on Thursday. You're listening to this live with us right now. It's on Wednesday. Today, Wednesday, is my day of morning. So if you're listening to the podcast, know that who is speaking to you now is a different person than who it currently is. Today is a day of morning. I knew that he wasn't going to practice today. I knew that he wasn't going to play on Sunday. But... There, there had been enough time. I mean, we're almost, according to Adam Schefter, 38 days on the dot, which got shred, got fed straight out of the fucking Baltimore Ravens front office. Very specific to note the amount of days uh, and punctuate that. But I knew it wasn't going to play. So today I use as a day of morning to be set. By tomorrow, by Thursday, it could be Anthony Brown. It could be Huntley. It could be Brett Huntley. It could James be Josh Prochet. Johnson. It could be Jimmy Prochet. It could be J.K. Dobbins. He's a lefty. I will have the game plan. I will have the path to victory, and I will be all in. And really, I think I'm already there because if you see my name hidden by the little timer here, Bengals are soft. The Bengals fan base has pissed me off, so I'm ready to go. But today, yes, was a very sad day for the Ravens. So we'll go game by game for this weekend. But I do want to talk um, on Lamar real quick because there's an interesting wrench into this. And I think that mm -hmm. wrench was exemplified perfectly in the tweet that Schefter sent out where the first f four words were 38 days ago or whatever the hell he said, where he specifically detailed how long Lamar has been out for. So as the resident doctor on the podcast, I did a little research, Jack. He This Sunday, if he doesn't play, that'll be a month and a half that Lamar Jackson has been out. Yep. A grade three PCL sprain or strain, whatever he has. Sprain. Typically is a three to five week thing. He hasn't touched the football field in a month and a half. Not practice, not a game, nothing. I guess I want to ask you genuinely because I know what it looks like to me. Do you think that Lamar's injury and his status this weekend are 100% correlated 
Or do you believe that there is some aspect of the contract and him not having a long-term agreement yet and him looking out for himself to make sure he doesn't hurt himself in the long term by getting injured again or re-aggravating the PCL or his knee or whatever that's playing in it. It's like, is Lamar 60% and that 60% is a detriment to the Ravens and puts them at a disadvantage when he plays? Or is Lamar 60% and not playing because there's a combination of he's only 60% and he's trying to get his bag in, in a month and a half? There's because because so... everyone says, because everybody does say, I will give it to him, that Lamar the person, there's no shot that he's not playing because of anything related to the contract. He's all about winning. He's all about his team. He's all about football. This, that. He's a unique person. But... Those though that that phrasing of the tweet 38 days later where he's where he's emphasizing how long it's been he's been out almost to the point where he says this isn't normal for this type of injury. That's what leads me to believe that Lamar's like, yeah, my knee hurts and everything, but like if I had 230 guaranteed right now, I could go out there and sling it on Sunday. Or he's like, but I want 230 guaranteed, so I'm not gonna go out there and sling it because I don't want to risk that. So there, I actually think it's one of the most complicated situations. No, I genuinely do believe that. These are all the factors at play. One, John Harbaugh has a history of underselling injuries. So he put himself, right? He said he got the word from the doctors. All right, two to three weeks, right? Lamar Jackson has a history of poor recovery time, right? So people are like, Oh, well, last year he was supposed to come back before the end of the year. He's constantly getting sick. Is it that he's not going in for rehab? Is it that he doesn't work hard on getting back from injury? Then on top of that, you've got the angle of he doesn't have an agent. Well, yesterday, the Ravens signed Roquan Smith, who doesn't have an agent. No problem. But because NFL insiders keep their jobs thanks to agents and the team is leveraging for a contract, when all this information is fed to us, what is really true if we are never, ever hearing Lamar Jackson's side? There are so many factors that go into this. So what my general belief is, is that one, his knee did not heal as expected. Like I do think that maybe it is because of him and his work ethic in the, in the training room, whatever it may be. Maybe it just hasn't healed. And I think Harbaugh maybe undersold it to a degree. Now, it is a much longer recovery than normal, even if that were the case, right? Swelling down. He hasn't even tried to step on the practice field. He's not really speaking to media. It's It's been a bizarre situation. I think that he is at about 60, 70% uh, based off. Yeah, let's call it 69%. Ian Rappaport, I actually think, has the most specific reporting on it, which is that he does not feel like himself. The now, criminal, the criminal Ian Rappaport. <laughs> the criminal era, he doesn't feel like himself. Now, take into account the fact that Lamar is a dynamic player. Dynamic is a synonym for a mobile quarterback. And that combined with the fact that if Lamar goes out and plays, it doesn't matter if people know he's injured. If he puts up a dud, what's the word on him going to be, right? It's going to be he cannot win in the playoffs. The Ravens are done with him. All this stuff, right? So that comes into play. Two, Lamar Jackson is a unique individual, as you mentioned. I, I do think Lamar wants to do nothing more than win the game. I don't think Lamar Jackson. I promise wants you, to, Lamar wants $230 million more than he wants to beat the Bengals this Sunday. 
Mm, I don't know because the, the rain, the rain, it's not 230 or zero. That's the thing. Like, it's like, would he rather play and risk 10 to 20 or would he, you know, rather go out and win a game? The fact that he's a unique individual, and I do believe this, Lamar Jackson gets really frustrated if he's not playing to, you know, his absolute maximum ceiling. If he feels like he's going to go out there and he just cannot be himself and he's got the contract impending and the playoff thing hanging over and all that is what I think is happening is it's not a silent holdout. It's more a Lamar doesn't want to play at anything less than hundred percent. That's my feeling. That to me sounds like you're saying Lamar is afraid of adversity and you're saying, no, hold on. And no, I think he's being selfish. That that's my feeling, which I am okay with that. Is I was going to frame it in the fact of what if Lamar straight up just doesn't have that dog in him? It's no, like, he does. He does. I mean, confirm. He does. How, he does. I mean, then he why does. isn't he healing properly? Why well, take so long? That's, the that's dog not, in you helps you heal. That's not a real thing. The size not, of the, not people a, talk about the size of the dog. It's the size of the heart in the dog. Yeah, it's not quantifiable. And that's the thing. Every report now has been Lamar wants to get, be out there more than anything. He always wants it. I do think he's leaving his teammates out to dry. That's my feeling because it just feels improbable that uh, he wouldn't at least be able to practice or get closer to playing. I think the recovery has been slower than expected. Um, I don't know. If I were Lamar Jackson, I pro- if, if things were different, I feel like I would have said something. Like, could you really hurt yourself if you said, like, there's I want to be a- – There's always a fake franchise to pay you out there. He's worried about the money. No, no, no. That's not. I, Dak I'm saying like Dak Prescott had a gruesome injury in a contract right. here in a franchise tag here. Still got his bag. Deshaun Watson got $230 million guaranteed without even stepping foot in the city of Cleveland. <laughs> Somebody will give Lamar the money that he wants. Right. But at this point, maybe he has a problem with how the Ravens handled his injury. Hundred percent coming personal to him, and hundred percent like- the Kawhi thing happened. Like we've seen, dude. It could be the way they handled his injury. It could be the way that they handled his contract. It could be the way that they traded his best friend and didn't fire his offensive coordinator, who is not a good offensive coordinator. Like it could be that so. Offense, you can say he's not a good offensive coordinator, but you could also say that offensive coordinator is the reason Lamar Jackson is unanimous MVP for sure. Now, no, though. It, when it happened, yes. Now, to, though, to, before last season, this season, I wanted to. I wanted Howie Roseman's head. Right now, I think he's a goat. Now, yeah. Now, now Roman needs to go. So it could be a billion things, which is why I think it's so complicated. But by the time this podcast's over, we're on. We're on to Snoop Huntley, or we're, so we're to, doing. We're so we're doing a game by game breakdown analysis. Uh, fuck about whatever you want to call it what we do on this podcast i think we're trying to figure that out ourselves actually stay tuned um but we're talking about lamar so we'll go in order after this but let's just talk ravens Bengals real quick because i don't you think start off anything. hot you want to start, start off hot. hot because let's just take a step back take a step back from being a ravens fan i'll step back from being a ravens hater even though this plays into my hand quite nicely at this point everyone kind of assumes lamar's out yeah Listen, the Ravens and the Dolphins are dead for sure. The Ravens, more so than the Dolphins, they still have zero chance of winning this game. 
That's not true. Zero chance of winning the Super Bowl without Lamar. That I will say. I will. But to say we have zero chance of winning this game, that I'll never agree to. Puncher's chance. Puncher's chance. Okay, the Dolphins have a 0% chance to beat the, the Bills this weekend. I don't see a path for the Dolphins. It doesn't exist. That's why you don't see like, it. Like, I genuinely don't see a path. I see a very... This is what people will confuse. I see a very clear path for how the Ravens win the game. That does not mean it's going to be an easy to execute plan. What is that path for the Ravens? Okay. Let me give you this a couple of stats. This supposed to be a tomorrow thing. This is supposed to be <laughs> your morning right now. I think you're going to I know, to I know. Or- yeah, so this is, this is just getting me going right now. So let me give you a couple of stats. Now, Joe Flacco is- We all saw most- Robert Griffin's tweet, bro. <laughs> right, we not not hard. the not the RG3 causation tweet. This is this is just from a Ravens fan perspective. Joe Flacco went three and two his first two years in the league. His rookie year and second year, he won uh, three road playoff games. He has the most road playoff wins in NFL history. Brady might have passed him more recently, but uh, he has the second most. Then, um, in his first five playoff games, he went three and two. He threw one touchdown. He had six interceptions. He had 120 passing yards on 44 completion percentage. Now, a couple things, a couple points. One, the NFL is a very different game nowadays. It, the games of 17-14, I understand that's not happening. Two, many people will say Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, Haloti Nada, Terrell Suggs. This defense with Roquan, I know you don't believe me, and I've been joking about it all season, is you cannot deny the numbers that they're putting up. They are playing elite defense. Now, you also can't deny a lot of the quarterbacks that they have done that against. But small sample size against Joe Burrow last week, they looked really, really strong. Burrow didn't complete a a high percentage of passes. His yards down the field were not high. He looked off. So you could attribute that to the Ravens offense. I mean, defense. Or you could just say Burrow like happened to be off. Mixed around the ball 11 times for 27 yards. So I think the Ravens defense is good. The Ravens no denying that, right? What are they denying? That you have a chance to win this game, right? Okay. So as long as you acknowledge the Ravens' defense is good, you still have the top run game in the league. That is another stat. And if you want to say the without Eagles are Lamar better, Jackson, I no, they don't. Yeah, without Lamar Jackson, they have actually been better running the football. Uh, with a fully healthy offensive line and J.K. Dobbs, and even if it's not the top one, and you want to take it for the Eagles or something. It's a top three unit. Like, there's no way to deny. Um, They've got the best kicker in football. They've got a coach who will go for it, uh, which the best kicker in football. That hit me late. What? Dude, you act like that stuff doesn't matter. Okay. All right. But like, I want you to be a little bit unbiased here. And I'm not denying that whatsoever. Yeah. Take a step back and realize that if you were watching any other two talking heads on the on any computer, mm-hmm. television, anything, and they're making game picks and they're breaking down the game, and one of them uttered, "Oh, don't forget, so and so has the best kicker in the game." I mean, you're kind of underselling like who Justin Tucker is. Sure, like he he sure. can he can He's the best win kicker of all you. time. I'll, right, forget that best kicker in the game. But, but remember, remember, this is a playoff game, and while the spread is large, for a, he, Justin Tucker lost you another playoff game. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. He hasn't missed. You know, he hasn't missed. Uh, he hasn't missed a field goal in Cincinnati in 17 kicks in a row. Whatever, and he's probably going to miss three more on Sunday. Right. That's how that shit works. I get that. 
But in a playoff game, this is what people don't understand. It's the fucking NFL. This isn't TCU versus Georgia. The game is not going to be 65 to 7. So the if Dolphins Justin Tucker, that game might be. If Justin Tucker makes three kicks and McPherson, McBuckets, McGoat misses one, Mixing that's that plus back. three. That's a plus three advantage for the Ravens. If the Ravens get a pick six, a pump block, a kick return, a whatever, they win the turnover battle somehow, some way. That's plus seven for the Ravens. Okay, now you're plus 10 and the original spread was eight. So like you kind of almost gotten there. If it turns into a shootout, Ravens get killed. If we lose the turnover battle, Ravens get killed. If we play from behind, Ravens get killed. But if the Ravens somehow, some way, force an early turnover, get a, get a pick six, a fumble six, good field position, a big play, Sammy Watkins looked fast on Sunday, and they go up 10-0, the Ravens are a team – like, if Miami goes up 10-0 by the grace of God, Josh Allen is still going to vertically fucking kill them. The Ravens at least have a counter to that. And last point, then we can move on. Lyle Collins and Alex Kappa, their right guard and right tackle, both kind of almost Pro Bowl-level players, Kappa is, are out. The Ravens – that's their one deficit on defense. They cannot rush the passer. That kind of opens up, and I actually think that Abe, you, who understands the way the Eagle, no one outside of Philly really knows it, but when Lane's out or or offensive Peters over the years, that changed the entire complexion of the team. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Sure, two points. One, just on the end, on the end part of it. Um, as far as the offensive line goes, Joe Burrow went to a Super Bowl with revolving doors as his offensive line. For sure, year. for sure. Secondly, and you and you can admit this, Joe Jack, Burrow didn't play good. Joe Burrow didn't play good last year. Well, but not good grammar. Um, and you can admit this, and I'll give it to you and say this is a totally fair argument. The to surmise everything that you just said about like the turnover battle, the kicking, mm-hmm. the this, the difference, blah blah. It sounds like your analysis of how the Ravens win is, fuck it, it's an oblong bong, an oblong ball. <laughs> Why not us? Anything can happen. That's my because I, I agree with that's that. my that's because my I ambition. agree with that for the Ravens. I even the Dolphins can't say that. I think the Ravens can say that because of a lot of the things that you said. How good the right. defense is, the rushing attack. That's not confidence that you're winning by any means whatsoever. That's more of a no. no, no. I, I have, us. Any I have said without without Lamar, I'm not confident. That's why I say puncher's chance. I think they're synonymous. You think any given Sunday, why not us? And that's a puncher's chance. All right, let me give you look. This is why I don't think the Ravens could win the Super Bowl. But Nick Foles' game against the Atlanta Falcons, right? Sure. That quarterback sucked fucking dick, right? He got was... one play before the half and have a sick defense. Why not us? I- I'm that's... saying that's a totally valid argument. And I can actually like Ravens fans can 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 say that and people should kind of agree. I don't, this isn't an anti-Eagleson thing. This is a Skylar Thompson. The Dolphins suck. The Bills yeah. are really good thing. Dolphins fans can't say that and it and, and it hold the same That's all form I'm of saying. legitimacy because of what you said, the Ravens defense. With that being chance, they will punch and they will whiff big time. This game is like you rap. think we'll get blown out? I think you won't cover. Eh. If it's Snoop, I think you could cover. 
I'm really, I'm telling you. And I'll be straight you, up, and I was going to ask you this question. Who the fuck is Anthony Brown? Where did he so go to Corey, school? Is he Corey a, H. I saw this, and I was like, I'm reading his name for the first time, and my brain looks and said, thinks Antonio Brown. No. And first off, Anthony Brown just doesn't feel like a quarterback name. Let me let me tell you something that's crazy. I actually don't know. I, Anthony Brown, who's on the Ravens, might be the – he went to Oregon. I know that now. I think he's the first ever NFL quarterback that I had never previously held his heard his name before. Like maybe Ben DiNucci. <laughs> maybe Ben DiNucci. But besides um, that, like every single like Sam uh, Howe. Uh, which about the, who which Jets third stringer got in on against the Jags on that Thursday? Oh, night? Shrev Shrevler. But he was a tight end, so that doesn't fully count. But catch. did you know him, like, who he was? No, 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 I didn't. I didn't. But he, so yeah, there's not many guys that you've like never heard of. Like Huntley, we had all heard of, but like we didn't think he was actually gonna be Trace McSorley, we had all heard of. He, you know, is is who he is. Anthony Brown, we had never heard of. Anthony Brown on Sunday looked way better than Tyler Huntley. Like I'm talking significantly better. You're telling me he's getting now, comfortable in the offense at a time like this. Now, but what I'm gonna tell you, the other part is he got strip sacked uh for a touchdown. He threw a brutal interception that led directly to seven points. The second interception, not as much his fault. Now, if the Ravens say to him, play your game, but anything close, throw it out of bounds, and we'll let the defense figure it out, then I think he gives you the best chance to win. With Huntley, there's just there's no vertical action. The defense is so, so, so up close, and I, I – I don't know. How's this sound? The starting quarterback on Wednesday for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, didn't practice 38 days. The backup quarterback was on the practice field but didn't throw a football. He has shoulder tendonitis. Does that sound like someone who's going to play in four days? I had a I, – I'm feeling good. I'm feeling nice tonight. Like this isn't anything contentious. I thought about this today, Jack, maybe because I saw a few tweets. Lamar Jackson is probably the MVP. I know that. <laughs> That's because, what I mean. because you guys without Lamar Jackson, fucking stop. points. A, I that you, you play. You have there is no entertaining aspect of anything on your team except maybe mm. the kicker. Yep, but we can't get guys into field position. You guys don't even try to play fun. You play so boring with the yes. worst yeah. talent. Yes. Your team is actually horrible. Minus Lamar Jackson. Abe, Abe, How do you Abe, feel Abe, that your, Abe, only, Abe, your only good Abe. player is, for one, leaving, and two... That's why I'm freaking the fuck out because Ravens... Play. You guys are headed to a rebuild. <laughs> the, Ravens, the Ravens fans are like, let's move on from Lamar. We'll replace him. I'm like... Yo, we are averaging 12 points per game. He's throwing to Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins. And everyone's like, oh, they've got no weapons. He had no weapons, and we were averaging 27 He's the only points. way you get weapons. Someone wants to play with him. Oh, my God. Thank you. At least you understand. At least you understand. And um, let, listen, Lamar still can't win a Super Bowl. Like He just straight up can. He's not good enough. He's objectively electrifying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And yeah. the, the Ravens have – one singular bolt of lightning that comes from football talent 
Enter, no, Mark it's a, Andrews. It's a good. unique. Mark. It's a unique combination of dog shit talent, boring talent, and no vibes. Like nothing. There's nothing entertaining about the Baltimore Ravens. Football aside, put on top of that, outside of Lamar, you guys stink. Bengals on offense. On offense. On offense. Bengals. Twenty-eight. Ravens thirteen. Ravens thirteen. Cincy ten. Give me a nineteen ninety-eight AFC North matchup. I don't give a fuck if you guys stay up all night. The boomers are going to love this one. I don't give a damn if Jamar Chase doesn't do one gritty on the field. That's how I see it ending. 13-10. All right. Let's go to the front of wild card. Super wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. Seahawks, 49ers. uh, Similar vibe to Bills. Super wild card weekend. Better than the Thursday, Friday, Saturday opening weekend of March Madness. Agnostic I remember, of who I plays, remember, though? I remember, I remember, because this is the second year of it, correct? Where they had a Monday night game that no, last year was third. the first? Oh, well, it's not the first Super Wild Card weekend. I mean, second, isn't it the third one? I think it's just the second one with Monday night. Because I thought that the first Super Wild Card weekend was that watson bills game where Allen was throwing the ball anyway anyway because of how much the games mean and just the ender more entertaining aspect of nfl football to college basketball i know the quantity and the aspect that you can watch basketball during work and work doesn't matter those days yep. it's, it's literally from lunchtime to to when you go to bed but i don't know man i i love this shit I love the NFL playoffs. Maybe it's because more so I'm saying that because of the Eagles and the position they're in right now. I think a little bit. Maybe, and that's fine. But I don't know, man. You love the NFL. This is what more is there. Just like one and done playoff football all weekend. Yeah, there's nothing better than – holiday weekend? Are you kidding me? No, I know. That's ridiculous. Oh, goodness. Wait, and isn't there another holiday weekend? Oh, no, this is the holiday weekend. I thought there Wait, was like even Super another Bowl one. President's Day? Yeah, President's Day. It's not Super Bowl, but it's like maybe AFC Hold NFC on. Championship weekend. President's, President's Day, Day is the last. It's the Monday, last one. Uh, it's the Monday after Super Bowl weekend. Dude, we we say this every year. Why can't we trade President's yeah, Day for Super Bowl Monday? I don't know. No, just swap the holidays. Like, What if Biden's like, all right, this is my last thing in office. I'm the president. President's Day is here. I think he go down as a as a as a hero. No, or he just cancels President's Day and says you can have call it whatever you want, but we're gonna take it the Super Bowl Monday every year. No, but why wouldn't you just move President's Day to that Monday and then everyone well, have off? Because that takes off the that takes the spotlight off Super Bowl Monday. It's a Super Bowl, bro. Against <laughs> presidents. Please. All right, so you're you're saying Super Wildcard Weekend's better than March Madness. I'm not going to fully weekend, disagree. That first weekend. I'm not going to fully if you disagree. Made me, if you made me pick one, I can only watch one, or I can only have one, or this or that. It's that. I, I'm always NFL over college basketball. But are you game agnostic? Like, that Thursday, Friday of March Madness, it doesn't matter if Iona's playing. Dude, you know, I don't Iowa. think there's – You think there's, there's good matchups? I don't think I don't think I'm calling both – you do or don't? I don't think there's good there's right. good exciting matchups this weekend. I'll still take this. 
no matter what. I don't think you're going to watch the 4.30 Seahawks-Niners game on Saturday. Are you still home? No, I should be back in the city that night, and I think I will be watching it. I don't like, think, I think so. I think when I first see the schedule, my first thought is, all right, I'll get beers at 4, and I'll be on my couch by 4.30, and it'll be a perfect night where I don't have to go leave my apartment. I can just well, – it's, it's the best. You order food, you drink some beer, okay. you watch football, right. or you go to bed. What I will tell you is I might not watch. Will you watch all Sunday. the Jack? Will you watch all the Jack Chargers game? Like, probably. I don't think you. What I I probably what I You'll probably see. won't watch is the whole thing of Dolphins Bills. Well, no. I'd rather because be. I'd rather like go to the gym, food shopping, have a somewhat productive Sunday than watch fucking Skylar <laughs> Thompson and the boys. I say that, but then again, like there's only 13 football games left this season. I'm good with 12. You're going tough. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, let's start at the top. 4.30 p.m. on Saturday, Eastern Time. Seahawks, go to the Niners. Make an argument for the Hawks. Make an argument for why you think the Niners are overrated. What do do you got? The Niners aren't overrated. The Niners are electric, right? And you saw the Robert Griffin tweet. It was like 79% on a Wednesday when it's 40 degrees out of wildcard teams that move on outrush their opponents in that game well yeah usually teams that have more yards than the others have a better chance of winning um but that's what the niners have done and i think we can anoint jimmy garoppolo even though he didn't even win a super bowl as like the golden boy of a system quarterback (laughs) because i'm sorry brock purdy's playing well and it's a good story and everything Jimmy Garoppolo was doing the exact same fucking thing because they're not asked of much. And and that's a credit to the coaching staff. As far as against the Seahawks, it's hard to beat a team three times, Jack. Hard to beat a team three times. And honestly, in that Thursday night game, I think it might have been the first start, maybe second full start for Brock Purdy. Yeah. Um, I feel like they were in that game in the first half. Uh Uh-uh. No, they got throttled. It no, was but the they fact were in that... it till like late in the second or something. There was a pick six, maybe. No, they were never in it. Bro, it was like 13. It was like 13 zero. It was like 13. Pull it up. It was. Oh, you want me to pull it up on screen? screen share? All right. Uh, Seahawks, 49ers. It was a third I mean, game. It was all the it was all the super uh, smart people who were like, yeah, bet this game, bet this game. Maybe right, that's what pull. it was. It, it was. I'm telling you. All right, this will this is maybe what you're referring to, is the fact that it actually finished twenty-one to thirteen. Bro, I think I'm referring to go to the go to the when they scored. They didn't score till. Dude, it was like seven uh, three at one point in the late in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. It doesn't mean it was actually close. My though. point is, the Seahawks know the Niners. The Niners know the Seahawks, sure, but it's hard to beat a team three times. What I will say is that Seattle is awful. Yeah, I just like, don't think they're very their good. Their last three wins are against, like, Baker Mayfield, your your local pizza delivery boy, and... <laughs> and Anthony Brown's cousin, yeah, Jim Brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, they... Uh, who have the Seahawks played in the last three weeks? It's something crazy. The Jets, they beat, they beat Mike White uh, at home. Yeah, this is a different level of team. I'm with you, though. Like, they, they've they seen them twice. They kind of know them. But it's just a bad matchup. That's what I'm focused on in the playoffs is matchups. And the Seahawks do not match up well with the 49ers. Now, 
if you're sitting at home and you're part of the 12th man, Seahawks own the 49ers. Like, straight up. I didn't know this, but they own them. Outside of the season, like, Pete Carroll sweeps them every single year. So, if there's shit to get excited about, you got the Richard Sherman history who went over to the Niners but had the moment with the Seahawks against the Niners. So, I think it's 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 a great story. Um, I would say the Seahawks are the one team in the playoffs that are happy to be there. You could make an argument for the Giants. But besides that, I think like the Seahawks are okay Dolphins. going. No, the Dolphins because they they were at a point where they were like, oh, we're. I actually- think Jags. You can say they're happy to be there. I think they they can also in the same breath say that right. they feel as if maybe they can win a game. They maybe yeah, they yeah. can lock lock into two games. Yeah. But overall, it's like if they lose this weekend, whatever. That was cool. We're the Jags. Less so that's cool boys. Two back to back primetime. See, I I think it's less it's less so that's cool where the Jags more so all right, we weren't winning it this year, but what a year of a building block type vibe. But I don't even think the Seahawks are like, yo, we're building this momentum. Like I think they're like, damn, we really screwed ourselves out of some draft picks. Uh thanks, thank God Russ sucks. I don't hate Seattle to cover ten points. I think divisional opponent, 10 points, a lot of points. I think if I had to pick out of the big spreads, I would go Ravens, Seahawks, then Dolphins. That would be my ranking. Well, that's fair because the Ravens are smaller underdogs than the other two. Barely. Seven to 10? It's. I think we're up to eight. Uh, well, score, prediction? Uh, score prediction? Score prediction, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 28-23 Niners. I'm going to go 31-13. I, I really think that the 49ers – I was ready to to fade Brock, but the way that the – if the Giants have to do anything? If the Giants do not beat the Vikings, the Niners' path is really, really scrumptious. If the Giants beat the Vikings, the Eagles somehow managed to – walk to a home nfc championship game but i think that's that's the big swing so i think the niners will beat them down pretty bad all right next game prime time by the way our schedule guessing do you think it shifted a lot do you think it shifted because the packers lost a lot i think yes a thousand there's no way packers niners was this opening the first game no yeah all right so chargers jags they get saturday night slot uh Trevor Lawrence, first playoff game. Justin Herbert, first playoff game. I will say it's going to be a little less fun for me, but if Herbert loses three years in the league, oh, won the playoffs, like, you know, there could be some good, good energy coming from my side on that. But who do you got in this one? I want to pick the Jags, man. I do. I think they're a fun story. I like Lawrence. Doug, of course, second. That's my that's my AFC team are the Jags, amongst a few others. Um, and I feel like a lot of other people want to pick the Jags too, but I, I think it's too too sexy of a pick to to pick the Chargers. I mean, to pick the Jaguars, and that's why I have to think the Chargers win this game. I think it's a good story and all with Jacksonville, but like, I think the Chargers are just genuinely a more talented team. It's just a matter of will the Chargers charger. But to the Chargers' benefit, they're playing a team that could Jags. 
the Jags could jag just as much as the Chargers could Charger. That's true. So for that reason, I'll take the more talented team since they both have an equal opportunity of shooting themselves in the foot. And I think the Chargers are more talented. Right. Okay. I'm going to roll with the Jags. I'm going to preface this with I think the Chargers are not good and they will get killed by whoever they play in the second round if they win. I'm not saying the Jags are locked by any stretch, but I'll take the team at home on the East Coast. I don't know. You got to time zones fuck with me from time to time. Could fuck with them. Uh, I will say, though, the flirting versus harassment meme. When you talk about the Jags, like everyone's like, oh, the Jags, the Jags, the Jags, Lawrence, Doug, you know, all this stuff. It's like they made fun of the NFC East for the past three years. That Seattle team was trolled to death. But because the Jags won nine games this year, all of a sudden they're like legitimate division champion. Like the Bucks different, got good, different, better story. Jags had the first overall pick last year. Jags they won did. one or three games last year. That's true. But but I'm saying did they, they kind of just benefited from I get um, it. The flirting versus harassment. Like you're, yeah. you're, that's true. Yeah. But there is an aspect of the Jags that makes us a little bit different with Urban Meyer and just the the leap that Lawrence made. The story's with, great. What I'm saying is take them out of the story and the division. And what are they? Maybe not that good of a team. But the other thing I'm going to say is. If they hadn't looked awful against the Titans, I think everyone, I think they would be favorites in this game because they are playing really good football. They beat Dallas at home. Like won they five are or six in a row. Yeah, they've won seven of nine, too. So yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Jags at home. The Chargers really not built for the playoffs. Can't run the football, really inefficient in the red zone. Not a good recipe for Ooh, success. Dig at Austin, man. That's not Austin's fault. He's great yards per carry, but they just they're just not they just not good. You want to first take for a second, just a quick yes or no. If the Chargers lose this game, does Brandon Staley get fired? No, I don't think so. He went to the playoffs, got the five seed, uh, and hasn't been kind of patronized as much for his decision making. He he's kind of taking it he's taking it chiller route this year. I agree, but I also said yes or no. Uh, no. Cool. Okay, you. Good. All right. So you're going Chargers. I'm going Jags. Next game, Dolphins and the Bills. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater come Come through. Teddy Bridgewater. Or Skyler. I am. Or or Mike Lennon. I am old enough to remember the historic and just transcendent preseason that one Skyler Thompson supposedly (laughs) had this year. Who would have thought? Like, who literally would have thought that if they got got what you asked for? Literally, uh, a playoff uh, game with your future with 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 Skylar Thompson. If someone had told me this at the beginning of the year, uh, I I don't know what I would have said. It's honestly pretty funny. But uh, you said you said before Abe that there's no path. You said there's a path for the Ravens, but there's no path for the Dolphins. And I stand by that. There is a path. Maybe not the most likely one in the world. I'll admit that the Bills are a good team and we're kind of screwed. But you look at the Bills, one of their biggest weaknesses, not not even that it's bad, but it's their run defense, right? That's one of their weaker points of their team. Bro, what? Brother, your your path isn't Raheem Mostert Boulevard, I promise. Raheem Mostert's out and so are two offensive linemen. That's what I'm saying. It's like even in the path, there isn't a path. But I, I'll let you continue because I don't know that's if I like, will. My first reaction is like, it, Mostert isn't playing, and and neither are your two O linemen. So 
was Arm Armstead confirmed not playing? I didn't think that. No, he. It sounds like he actually may give it a go. Yeah, but so yeah, it's looking like Raheem won't play. But Jeff Wilson, I feel like he's serviceable. He he can do his thing. But like, if look, we need to keep Allen off the field. Obviously, Eagles, our this offense. Is what, this is what you say in week three when guys are out that they're serviceable and that you can maybe beat the Saints on the road. <laughs> This is the playoffs. This is what I'm talking about. This, this is, is the playoffs, and this is what we have to All right, use. give us the path. Give us the path. Give us the path. The path is keeping Josh Allen off the football field. We will do that by running the ball. Because Skyler, obviously, he's not going to be able to dice their defense up like some other quarterbacks might be able to. So I don't see legitimately any other way this happens unless we run the ball down their throat, keep Allen off the field as much as possible, and... Like kind of like going back to what you said about the Ravens, we need to win the turnover battle. It's going to be tough, but that needs to happen. If we could get a defensive score, like that would be fucking huge. And just run the ball, like try and hold on to it as long as you can. Keep Allen off the field. I don't know what other way to to go about that. Maybe Skyler. I'll sum up what Eagleson just said. He just yeah. said, "Fuck it, maybe." <laughs> yeah. No At least I ball. gave like a like an actual strategy. You like you gave much... you gave your run game. Like right. Well, run game. It's not going to be our passing game. Like, okay, I'll ask you this: on a scale of one to ten, how confident and optimistic are you that the Dolphins will have a successful running game this week? Considering, I think that's going to be the only thing they target. I think it might end up successful at the end of the day. They might not win the game, but looking at the stat sheet, they might have a good day on the ground. Because when I'm listening, I'm like, even if Allen's on the field for 20 minutes, he could still put up four touchdowns. So, so that's the thing. It's that mixed with our defense, obviously stepping it up to the absolute max maximum level. Like, there's no other way to win this game. Like, well, the the funny thing is, which might sound counterproductive, I think beating Buffalo probably is is via shootout. Like, you get a ton of possessions. You get Allen to throw two or three picks. You, yeah, and and you guys can't win a shootout. That's what I'm saying. There, there is no path. Like. Even if okay, let's say this. There's a zero Even, point zero 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 point zero one or something. There's a I, you can bet you me. Can't you can. That. You can that's fine. Game. No, no, no that's game. fine. He can, that is also true. And the ball is not round. It is not a circle. Georgia but TCU was bomb. one game as well. Yeah, right. I, I just there's there's no path. I, this is funny. Our boy Tyler, who is a resident Bengals fan, is here. He said, mm-hmm. "I just got here. Where are we?" And and NJ said, "Jack and Eagleson share their delusional ways they can win their playoff games." Uh, Ty, I unfortunately will not be at the game on Sunday, um, which is a huge bummer because the energy was electric. Eagleson, you get. It, it, I genuinely, your your best bet is hoping and prep. That's it. Yep. Also, like maybe also Corey in the chat here talking about how electric Skylar Thompson was at K State. Could we see? Uh, that I I watched yeah. I watched I him at Kansas State. Electric's very far from the word I'd use. Well, okay. He I'd, he I'd, can maybe you guys Tim Tebow it, but the problem is your defense hmm. is so pathetic in the past it's, game. Played better, but yeah, okay. Past game, it's been it's been. Name the quarterbacks like, that played better. Name 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 the name. Please say it out loud. Name the quarterbacks that it played better against. 
So not the defensive backs. They've not been great at, all year at all. It, I was saying the defensive line has stepped up a lot. Over no, there. your D line's good. Wilkins is a stud. Like that oh guy, God. they Amazing. they talk about him on TV, yeah. and then he makes a yeah. play. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Besides that, though, you guys, you guys. Think. It's not. It's not looking great. But like, I still. You're gonna call me crazy. What about like a trick there. play? Like, I would go the route of like get the ball no. in Tyreek's hands, get a trick play from McDaniel. Like, yeah. Defensive touchdown. You, you were getting somewhere. Yeah. And I still uh, say what you want about the defense. I'm still gonna believe in it because I still like Javon Holland. But do you X, know? Like, I know they have a lot played about. Well. You're talking a lot about the the Finns and like how they've been playing and. and but you, you haven't really talked about who's on the other side of the field. Like this isn't like yeah, the tenant. Josh Allen, he needs to stay off the field. We need to keep him off the field as long as possible. I'd, Good I'd, luck, brother. The, and I also, their weakest point on defense is their run defense. I don't know what else to to go at it other than that. Like it, 31-10 Buffalo. 38-10 Buffalo. Oh my I mean, I, I don't I'm see I'm not hating. Reason. I'm not hating. No, no, no. I, I think you're being nice. I think you're being nice. I think – give me any reason why the the Patriots team that they dismantled last year is not five times better than the Miami team that's going to be on the field on Sunday. And they beat that team 45 to nothing. Also, and God bless, he's out of the hospital – you don't factor in the fact that what if Demar Hamlin just walks out of that tunnel in that atmosphere and just raises so that's his a, hand? That, that's the other thing. The NFL's rigged. They want the Bills to win. Now you're on to something. Right. But that yeah. that is not yeah. a path. That's the exact opposite. That's, that's a roadblock. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like all of these things, we're I in agreement. I should have saved that for after the game, eh? <laughs> like, you, no, you should have said yeah, it's right. a distraction to the Bills. Like... <laughs> Pretty much anything but that. All right, so we've determined that it's a it's a it's a it's a prayer. I'll, I'll give you it's the not path. A prayer. It's not a prayer. I'll give you the I'll give you the path. Okay. McDaniel's like we got to win this game at all costs. Tyreek and Jalen, you guys are kick returning for this game. Okay, we don't care. Like they score yeah. the first touchdown. Then Allen throws a pick six. Then every time. That Miami gets the ball, they run a read option with Skylar Thompson. It's either mm-hmm. a handoff to Hefe Wilson or he's just nose diving into the ground. Then yeah. they're doing they're doing sweeps to those guys, shovel passes. They're pulling out all the stops. All the screens, and, all uh, the stuff. Yeah. And you know what? Josh Allen rolls his ankle in the first quarter. Now you've got a now shot. Now we have a shot. I still find that I, I still think they're favorites if it's Matt Barkley down seven in the third quarter that's that's really that's like the degree of how bad how how, a little bit i can't lie yeah but uh jack score prediction you said score prediction was nice yeah i I, i'm gonna go 42 to 6 wow that's maybe they let up look this is the beauty about playoffs and nfl and divisional opponents and it's like on paper yeah you guys are gonna get killed but like who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? There's also yeah. there's also the aspect of the NFL knows how this game's gonna go down, and that's why they put you at one o'clock and not in the Sunday night where they're like they're still getting a shit team and a bad quarterback, but like they're like, well, we can put this team in prime time, and they stink. I I don't know what else to say. It's uh, fins up, baby. Score prediction. Give us a score prediction. 
So it's going to be ugly, and we're going to win 28-20. Sounds like the cleanest game of football of all time. <laughs> how are you getting to 28 points? Tell me how you score four touchdowns. It, just genuinely tell me. One kick return touchdown, one defensive okay. touchdown, uh-huh. and Skyler and Jeff figure it out for the rest. One McDaniel with good field position. Crazy plays. And one corner slips, and Tyreek takes it 75. That it happened. It's happened before. That's not Eagleson's job. That's the player's job to get 28 points. Like Eagleson I'm just saying, it. it's like create a path, and these paths they don't seem very convincing. Maybe that says something about our current situation. Would you have rather been in this situation or just avoided the playoffs at all costs and said fuck it? I would 110 rather be here right now. Good. Unless you were going to give me the first overall pick, which was not happening, so I'm happy to be here. That's actually kind of a shitty answer. All right, you may leave. Uh, you'd rather have the number one. Pick. You'd rather have the number one pick than be in the playoffs. I wouldn't. I would. I would rather have the number one pick right now than go into this game with Skylar Thompson against. What do the you Bills. know about Bryce Young that I don't? Yeah. I, I actually haven't looked into this draft class at all. I couldn't <laughs> tell you a damn thing. But <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, we appreciate you 28 to 20. If the Dolphins score 28 points, I will fly you to the next Dolphins playoff game. And then Tua's back, and it's it, it's going to be. No, the next Dolphins playoff game still, even if you score 28, will still probably be not if within this calendar year. Or we'll you should be looking into flights for, from Toronto to Kansas City right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I will leave you with this. I hope, I mean, if you guys win and we win, we play Jacksonville, and I could easily talk myself into beating the fucking Jacks. So I mean, let's, see, let's see what odds we can get on a Ravens-Dolphins money line parlor. <laughs> I, I, I thought we would have, the Ravens and Dolphins would have played each other if we both won, but I guess... No, it recedes. The Ravens oh. Dolphins pay out at plus twenty six hundred. I mean twenty six to one. That's not even like that crazy. Um twenty six to one. Tom Brady, you have a better chance of that happening than Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Why not? Why not us, Eagleson? All right, let's finish this out. We appreciate your time. Uh, we are going to the 430 slot, Giants-Vikings. Everyone likes the G-Men. What, what's going on here, Abe? The Vikings, I mean, Daniel Jones just played the best game of his career. That's true. Last week. Two weeks Good ago. story. Better coach. A coach that you can trust to have his team ready. Mm-hmm. If they're clicking, yeah, against a bad Vikings defense, the overall Vikings mojo, Kirk being a dweeb, sure. Everyone loves them, though. They're the sexy pick right now. Probably more so because they're playing the Vikings rather than them being the Giants, right? right. Whichever lower seed fell into this game against the Vikings, the sexy <laughs> pick would have been the opposite. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's could you it's imagine like, if it was Lions Vikings? Oh my god, people would it'd be seven it, point favorites, <laughs> right? It would be nuts. Um, but like that's the like, I, I mean, 
I get that you've joked about the Giants and everything. I still, even though they're in the playoffs, maybe it's me being an Eagles fan and being a hater. Who knows? I still genuinely feel like they suck. They do. I, I do. I really do. And the Vikings, they played and they won on a Hail Mary kick. But like, I can make fun of the Vikings all I want. They're fucking better than the Giants and they're playing at home. Could I see the Giants winning? Sure. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to end up rolling with the Vikings. The the one thing that you definitely won't do. I'll be honest, if you, I'd be kind of more shocked if the Giants won than if Seattle won. Mm, I don't know about that. I this is what you're not willing to do. I think you're acknowledging correctly and accurately that the Giants team isn't really like their wide receivers are just as bad as the ones in Baltimore. No, they're, they're worse. Def- they're worse. Right. They're literally awful. The secondary and the defense is is really not good. Like Wink Martindale has done an incredible job with them. I don't think you're acknowledging that Daniel Jones has actually played like a top 10 quarterback yeah, this season. He has. And, and it's just Daniel, tough to conceptualize and believe perfect, in. Perfect. It's like, like, yeah, I get it. But like, I'm still not going to think like, I'm sorry. Right. You're not going to handicap the game nor analyze it with the mindset that they have a top 10 quarterback in this To game. be honest, it's kind of a similar thing with Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? And I think it's just the aspect of like, I'm sorry, I'm never going to believe in these two dweebs. They're, no, they're in the NFL. They're making millions of dollars. They're way cooler than I am. But like from the outside in, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, fucking dweebs. It's, like, it's kind of the – what do you think about my take that, that Kevin O'Connell should be the coach of the year? No. So so a lot of people – I think Dable's going to end up winning. Do you agree? I think he will. I also don't think he should. Why not? Because if really, you're saying – I think it should he, be Doug Peterson. Why? I, I'm sorry. I know record matters and everything. But record is relative in in the same breath. It like is, jump, but it almost feels the Vikings like it's made from winning seven games to winning twelve this year is less than the jump than the Jags made from going three to nine. Or it's the same thing. It's but like, I, I, I like to evaluate it. Urban Urban Meyer's shit, his diarrhea, and turn it into a home playoff game. See, but my counter would be that Urban took actually like a nice steak. Maybe not a maybe not a, a T bone or a fillet, but he took like a nice prime rib and and shredded it up and then pooped on it, and that the Jags weren't that bad, and they had a superstar quarterback. But it's hard he to made, fix it to that degree, dude. Yes, in, in that type of From first but, overall pick to winning the division. But the Giants went from four wins with a quarterback that no one believed in. With a running back that in the offseason they were rumored to trade for a fourth round pick to defensive players who you literally could not name to go with wide receivers who you definitely could not name. I get why the Dable stuff is there. Now with the Vikings, a load more of talent. But I think it's very clear they're just not that good of a team. Like they've got the superstar names, but they're not. And he freaking, they win all these one score games, but he also got blown out by every other good team he played. He did, but I like to focus on the fact that how do you – I think the difference is coaching. If you're going to win all those games and, and people are saying like, 
the worst team is the Vikings. They're a worse team than the Jets. Like, who do you think is favored on a neutral? Jags or Vikings? They'll probably pick them. Right? I think the Vikings. Short favorite. Are you sure? I think the Vikings on a short. We'll find out maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> um, but uh, I think there's four coaches that can win coach of the year, and I'd be fine with all four of them winning. Like, I would understand. No, I think there's five. I think there's five. I think there's five. Yeah. I think there's O'Connell, Dable, Sirianni, Shanahan, and Peterson. Yeah. And I would vote for Dub. Mine goes to KFC. All right, last game. I'd probably go, the I would, most. I would go Doug, Sirianni, but he doesn't count because you're not going to let me. Shanahan. That would be my three. I. How are you not going to acknowledge Dable? That's insane. You just you just said how bad they are, and then you're unimpressed that they went. It feels biased. Could be. Which it, which it, which it very well may be. And I'm sure this last game won't have any bias either. Uh, Cowboys, Buccaneers, the best game of Monday Night Football. The storylines are amazing. Tom Brady at home gets out of the division. Uh, the Bucks to win the NFC South was the most hilarious thing of all time. People are like, oh, maybe Darnold. Oh, maybe Desmond Ritter. No. Uh, I don't. It, it was just never anyone but the Bucks. And now they kind of look better. They're getting some players back. And the Cowboys are stumbling into the playoffs for what we call the annual Cowboys disappointment for the playoffs. Is it is it as simple as like it's Tom against the Cowboys? Yeah, it, I'm, I really think it is. And to be honest, let's just take a step back. I think at this point, if you gave me the choice to play Dallas or Tampa in Philly next week, I think I'm taking Dallas. I think Dallas is a more talented team. I think they are, but I don't think that necessarily I don't matters. Know if that's true, though. Like They're the Bucks, are- the bu- the Bucks, the Cowboys have the advantage that they have an equally shitty coach and not a shittier coach between right. McCarthy and Bowles. Um, but I would rather Dallas come to Philadelphia than for Tampa at this point. That's my pick out of the two. I, and the I think being, you would right now, but not if being, they won. The reason being is because I think the Eagles are going to come out firing next week. However, I think there's an aspect of Dallas being there and the crowd playing into it. If it was Dallas versus Tampa Bay, that would be a different animal. That would ignite that team. Yeah, almost like use it as motivation to get them yeah. going. I, I agree with that, but I'll counter with you're saying that now. If the Cowboys went into Tampa, beat Brady, and looked like they had at some point in the season, because there was a point where the Cowboys looked very, 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 very good, then you I don't probably care how don't. they look this week. I don't care how they, I think whoever wins is going to win in a shootout. I think Tampa wins in a close shootout. I do. And I think Dallas probably Dallas's and beats themselves. That's what I think. Yeah, I I watched Tampa Bay this year. Man, the coaching is really poor. Now, if Brady says, I'm not listening to you today, and just says, I'm hitting Godwin, hitting Evans, and and we're doing our thing, that's different. But, dude, he is – I think you're underestimating how bad Bowles is. Like McCarthy is just as bad. 
He is, but that's normally their detriment. Now it kind of balances the scale. What do you mean? Their detriment is also the fact that their quarterback leads the interceptions and he only played a month in the season. Like Dak is, has not been good. Like Dak isn't great. He just isn't. They've got the weapons. They've got the playmakers. And I don't know if the Bucks playmakers, they just haven't shown up all season. And that's that's the biggest question mark. So I'm going to go with, I think I'll probably end up going with the Cowboys. I think Tampa wins, close game, high scoring game. But we'll see. I'll go 27-24 Dallas. I hope I know who the Eagles are playing before this game starts next week. That's what I'll say. I hope not because I cannot deal with you guys playing Daniel Jones. And uh, imagine the Seahawks win. You should be really rooting for that. I am. I, I really am. But we also but you did know they don't Seattle a few years ago in the playoffs. Couldn't get it done with Josh McCown. I remember was that. It Josh that McCown? Was, yeah, we potted right after that. Yeah, it was Josh McCown against Russ, and it was like a close game, honestly. It was very close. Thank God. Well, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. All right, fam. Um, we'll see you on. Oh, I've got. Oh. Wait. Wait, when are we going to record? Oh, Monday's a holiday. We should rip it Monday night, probably. I mean, Monday morning. Or. Uh, I mean, to be fair. Monday night. No, you have done two post-game pods. Right after the Sixers lost, right after the Eagles lost. And you've lost. never done one. And I've yet to do. The only one I did was I was hammered and the Ravens beat the Patriots, so I did a solo. This, now, this to hold uh, you to, to – I know you're never going to commit to it at 1130 on Sunday No, I, I would. I would. But it, the, it doesn't feel – if Lamar played, you'd be, need there. Lamar you'd be there. Yeah. Because if Lamar plays, I'm sorry. I'm giving you zero excuses. I I agree. And then I can just rip into him because I still think you'd lose with Lamar. Um, but, yeah. One last piece of content, and this is me. You can say nobody cares about your fantasy team. I joined – I want you to grade my team because now that you're in that okay. space. I joined a, uh, a fantasy league in the playoffs with uh, seven, seven total people in the league, so everyone's team is pretty good. Um, and the draft was last night. And if you, you draft a full lineup, and if your team loses in the first round – you lose that player for the whole thing. And it's just over the course of the entire playoffs. Let's see where my team is. So the strategy is to kind of stack, right? Mm -hmm. Stack your team. So I got, I had the six pick in a seven team draft. I got Hertz, AJ Brown, Dalvin, Pacheco, Tyreek, Mecole, Goddard, ETN. Why not? Yeah, I mean, if the Eagles lose, you're done, obviously. Yeah. You can't get there without. Um, and yeah. and I am a little nervous about, you know, ETN, Tyreek. But I'm sure a lot of people have. Well, the question is like. My rationale could, could, was like, I had two Eagles, a Chief, a, a Viking, all heavy favorite. I was like, 
all these other people are going to pick players that are going to lose in one week. So, like, why not take a shot on Tyreek if he goes for 30 and a loss? The the but real way – Throwing him the ball. In a in a seven game in a seven person league, I think that strategy is fine. Once you go a little bigger, you'd rather have like MVS yeah. than Tyreek because correct, you know. But that's not good. All right, fam. We'll see you when we see you. We'll have to figure that out. Uh, but much love. Next podcast, there might only be one team surviving out of a host in this podcast. Yes. That's, that's when the hating will probably get fun for you guys. <laughs> All right, fam. Have a good night. Peace.